Hello and welcome to My Yellow Apple, Homeschooling, Autism and Life. This episode will talk about preparing for the new school year and just getting started all over again. Thanks for listening. Well, last week was our first week back at homeschooling. The long, lazy days of summer are behind us now and we're just getting back into the swing of things. Early in the summer, I had ordered my new homeschool planner, so that gave me lots of time to organize and decorate that to my liking. Making my planner really pretty is almost like a little gift I give to myself all year long. When I turn a page and see all the pretty seasonal stickers or stencils, I'm grateful that I took the time to treat myself. This may seem like a little thing, but it makes me happy, so it's worth the while. Another thing I do over the summer months is rid our classroom of any old papers and workbooks that we're finished with. Now, during the school year, I have to save work samples um, to submit to the school board. So any math units that were finished or science units were finished, I have to hold on to those workbooks or worksheets or notebooks, whatever we have used. But once my work has been submitted and approved, I can let that stuff go. And that feels so good. Uh, This is also a great time to be, you know, honest with yourself about the curriculum that you have accumulated. Curriculum and resources accumulate fast. Ask anyone you, you know who homeschools and I think they'll all tell you the same story. But be honest with yourself. If you have materials you have not been using, let them go. Maybe sell them to uh, other local homeschoolers or just pass them on for free. Um, You'll be saving other people money and you'll also be um, creating space and freshening up your own classroom. So win-win. Over the summer months, I also like to clean off our bulletin boards and put away any special art projects that may have been displayed. New school year, new opportunity to showcase something new. I also like to reassess any educational posters I may have pinned up. If the information's now well learned or from a topic we have long since finished up, down it goes. The exception for this at our house would be maps. We always have a world map, a map of Canada, and a provincial map on our walls. And I'm absolutely amazed constantly at just how often we reference these maps. Um, And not just during school time, like if we're watching the news or, you know, um, just having a conversation. uh, It's very convenient to have a map always available to to reference. And another thing is that um, my son happens to love geography. So these are, you know, really his his kind of decor. So they stay. This year, we also bought a nice new rug for our schoolroom floor. The old one was absolutely worn out and my son would not part with it. So by the end of last year, I planted the idea that it was on its last legs and it had to go. I just put my foot down. I have to enjoy the space as well after all and that old rug just wasn't doing it for me anymore. Anyway, I I involved him in the process and he picked out the new rug and now everybody's happy and it looks much nicer and cleaner and neater and tidier. So once I have weeded out all of the old, it's time to reorganize our materials and resources and make space for any new books or resources that we have coming in. Uh, Every summer, I ask my son to pick a topic that he would like to explore the next school year. 
Um, this year it happened to be world religions. And that's been a new interest of his. I think it probably ties into his interest in geography. So I rounded up some resources for that over the summer and made room for those. Um, but it's really important to keep your materials organized so you can find everything and, you know, um, everything makes sense, how it's, how it's arranged. One of my absolute favorite things in our schoolroom is a shelving unit made by my husband. We had an old bedroom dresser that had had been replaced, and he took the mirror from the dresser and the drawers. He then removed the drawer dividers and made a lovely set of shelves instead, including a small little wooden lip to stop uh, baskets from sliding out. So now it has three rows, which hold five baskets or bins each, and I absolutely love it. I'm able to sort all of our materials by subject. Um, and then there's lots of room on top of the unit where I keep our morning basket, my beloved printer. I have a small Sensi warmer that has uh, pencils on it and I display some books. I took time this summer to create some new little labor labels for all those bins and that keeps us organized as well. And it just looks really cute. A place for everything and everything in its place. Just how I like it. Over the summer, I do a little planning for the upcoming school year as well. I get my textbooks for my main courses um, before the summer begins. So I have all summer to work on those. So there's a little place in my plan book for courses. So for each main course, I list all the chapters from the, from the textbooks that we'll be using. I really love this little list system because as we finish a chapter, I go back and tick it off. And that really allows me to see how we're keeping pace with the course. I can see when I need to spend more time on a particular subject or when our pace is just right to complete on time. I also just love that feeling of taking something off a list when it's done. So there's that. I am the kind of person, after all, who routinely adds a few items to the top of any to-do list that I've already done, just for the sheer joy of ticking them off. I'm just being honest. I also like to get a head start on printing over the summer. Any digital workbooks or resources I've purchased are printed, three-hole punched, and placed in a duotang to ease my prep time throughout the year. And of course, I like to make fancy labels for those folders because that's the sort of thing that brings me joy. I, I joke that we have a Cricut and I mainly use it for making labels, so it's a pretty expensive label maker, but hey, whatever makes you happy. Of course, not everything can be done in advance. For some of our subjects, as we read through a textbook, I'll come across information that I feel should be reinforced, and I like to create my own worksheets. Um, we do use a lot of discussion, but like everybody else, we need some worksheets, some reading and writing, and all those traditional types of assessment as well. So that's not done too far in events, but it, it, it happens as we go along. So overall, during the summer, a nice sprucing up of our space is a reminder that a new school year is about to begin. A little care and attention sends a signal that homeschooling is important, exciting, and worthy of my time and attention in preparation. So as we are halfway through week two of homeschool, we're finding our groove again. We're slowly dipping our toes into the new subjects and preparing to wade in just a little deeper. But this has been a different kind of September for me. Two of my closest fellow homeschoolers have graduated their kids last June, and I'm missing that feeling of having close friends who do what I do every day. When I sit to the school table each day, it's with the keen awareness that they're not sitting at theirs. 
I'll be fine and it'll be okay, but the loss is real. And I just wanted to acknowledge that, that I know I've spoken before about the importance of finding your community and I'm just struggling with a shift in mine. I'd like to take this opportunity to wish you all a very happy, healthy new homeschooling year. Just a reminder that the good days and the hard days and all the days in between are your days with your children. So enjoy. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Natalie Dalton, and this has been My Yellow Apple, Homeschooling, Autism, and Life.